Hello, everyone. I hope you're seeing the Lord's blessings in your life and that you have taken the time to thank Him daily. Our God is good. Our focus is on God's love for us and just how much He really does love us. So we're going to do a small breakdown of God's love. Suggested reading, Psalm 2 to see the coming Messiah. Psalm 103 to see God's love for us and His glory. Matthew 9, 13, 14, and 15 to see God's compassion for us. Remember during your fast to praise the Lord, extol his virtues. He has the power to give to us without prayer, but he likes us to pray and to praise him. Stand and dance. Raise your arms to the Lord. Remember, David danced in the streets for the Lord. His wife, Michal, made disparaging comments to David, and she is never mentioned again in the Bible. After David went and fought for her, she is never mentioned again. Dance like David danced. First Chronicles 16.9 Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Songs and links are Corey Asbury, Reckless Love of God, Lauren Daigle, Loyal, and Brandon Heath, Give Me Your Eyes. Lyrics are at the end of the message in the full transcription. Prayers that go hand in hand with this message will be recorded separately. The prayers are written for you. Print them and read them out loud as often as you need. They are for you. I love to start with the ironic benediction, the blessing from Adonai Elohim, the Lord God. Yevarecha Adonai veyishmarecha, Yair Adonai panavayalecha vihunecha, Yisa Adonai panavayalecha vayasem lecho. Shalom. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai turn his face toward you and give you shalom. Number six, twenty-four through twenty-six. I'm starting with lyrics from a song. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. When I don't feel it, you are working. When I don't see it, you are working. That is who you are. God is love. God's love. God's love is for you and it is personal. He knows you. He knit you together in the womb. Psalm 139, 13-14 For you fashioned my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I thank you because I am awesomely made, wonderfully your works are wonders. I know this very well. 1 John 3, 1 See what love the Father has lavished on us in letting us be called God's children, for that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is because that it has not known Him. God calls you His child because His love is personal. We are the children of God. God the Father calls you His child. Say it again. God calls me his child. Take this one word at a time. God calls me his child. He wants to give you happiness. He wants to give you joy. Understand your value to God and how much he loves you. God, your father, calls you his child. God loves you just the way you are. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 29. Come to me. All of you who are struggling and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. God's love helps you to grow, to become the mature person you are meant to be. 1 Samuel 2.26 The child Samuel kept growing and gaining favor both with Adonai and with people. Hebrews 6.1 Therefore let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Messiah and be taken forward to maturity. God's love abides in you, allowing you to forgive others and to forgive yourself. 1 John 4.16 And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. And the same kind of love that God is dwells in you. Therefore, you can forgive with his love just as God does. God's love allows you to love others and to love yourself and also to see us all through God's eyes. 1 Samuel 16:7. But Adonai said to Samuel, Don't pay attention to how he looks or how tall he is, because I have rejected him. Adonai doesn't see the way humans sees. Humans look at the outward appearance, but Adonai looks at the heart. Ephesians 4, 2-3 Always be humble, gentle and patient, bearing with one another in love, and making every effort to preserve the unity the Spirit gives through the binding power of peace. God's love inspires you to be better than the day before, more of Him and less of ourselves. Philippians 3.8 not only that, but I consider everything a disadvantage in comparison with the supreme value of knowing the Messiah Yeshua as my Lord. It was because of Him that I gave up everything and regarded all as garbage in order to gain the Messiah. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7 Love is patient and kind, not jealous, not boastful, not proud, rude or selfish, not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not gloat over other people's sins, but takes its delight in the truth. Love always bears up, always trusts, always hopes, always endures. This verse is so very special. Look how God loves you. What an awesome way. He loves us like that. He loves you like that. Colossians 3.12 Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with the feelings of compassion and with kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. God's love gets you through the trials of life. Isaiah 43, 1-2 The Redeemer of Israel But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. He is always there with us because of love and compassion for us. Psalm 512 But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them forever shout for joy. Shelter them, and they will be glad, those who love your name. God's love shows no fear. 1 John 4.18 There is no fear in love. On the contrary, love that has achieved its goal gets rid of fear, 
because fear has to do with punishment. The person who keeps fearing has not been brought to maturity in regard to love. When you grasp and fully understand God's love, you are no longer afraid of your failings. You realize he loves you just the way you are. You have nothing to fear. He already knows you and he chose to love you. God's love is unfailing and infinite. Romans 8.35 Who will separate us from the love of the Messiah? Trouble? Hardship? Persecution? Hunger? Poverty? Danger? War? Our God is more powerful than anything in heaven or on earth. Nothing is powerful enough to separate you from God's love no matter what. Ephesians 3.18-19 So that you, with all God's people, will be given strength to grasp the breadth, length, height, and depth of the Messiah's love. Yes, to know it, even though it is beyond all knowing, so that you will be filled with all the fullness of God. We all know John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only and unique Son, so that everyone who trusts in him may have eternal life instead of being utterly destroyed. I remember when I first realized that my sin had something to do with the Messiah being sacrificed and crucified, dying for my sins. When I thought about that fact, that I had something to do with the death of our Messiah, I was heartbroken. My whole body had a sinking feeling and I just stood still and I could not move. I felt disappointed in myself. Even for just one of us, our Messiah would have gone willingly to the cross. God the Father and God the Son are full of love for us. You all know who Barabbas is. A troublemaker, a thief, a man who committed murder during the rebellion. When the crowd was asked who they wanted to be set free, they chose Barabbas. Did he deserve it or earn it? No. The man was a sinner. And yet in his place the Messiah went without a word, without fighting. He went willingly. He paid the price. We are all Barabbas, sinful creatures who did not earn the salvation that we are given freely. The Messiah was telling us even then how much he loved us. From the beginning, God has been trying to tell us how much he loves us. We don't listen. We are stubborn. We are blind. We did not earn it, but we are given it freely, all of God's love. I read the word of God and I see how much love God has for us. The blood of the Messiah has set us all free. Because he loves us. Because God so loved the world. Let God's love give you joy and freedom. Knowing because he loves us, he sees someone who is stain free, pure of heart, and not a sinner sinking in your own mire. A true freedom and an unconditional love. Why? Because God so loved the world. Wait, what was that? Because God so loved the world, God loves his creations, all of us, a world of sinful, unworthy, boastful, selfish, rude, arrogant, impatient, thoughtless, lazy, and unmerciful creatures that we are. But again, God so loved the world that see he sacrificed his son for us. We cannot fully comprehend God's immense love for us. With what little we do understand creates such a great joy inside of us, a deep, full, and resounding jubilation that ignites inside of us. I cannot stop smiling and feeling elated. I do love God's love for me. In this world, you will find your friends, your loved ones, people you trust, or people you work with, and they will and can hurt you and betray you. 
making it very hard to trust and to love others. God's love is completely trustworthy. God will never let you down. God is loyal. You can feel God's supernatural touch in your life. Our Abba Father is so wondrous and beautiful. Look at your life. Look around you and look at your blessings. The blessings your Father gave to us because of his love. There is nothing he cannot do for us. Even the smallest of blessings and he fulfills our needs and our wants. His blessings don't need to be big to make an impact on our lives. Think of the small things that changed your life. Even when life takes a left turn, he is there for us because he loves us. He hears our cries because he loves us. He sees our situation because he loves us. He wants us all to be with him for an eternity, forevermore, for everlasting, for eternity. You don't desire to spend eternity with those you dislike. You don't eat what you don't like. You eat what you love. You don't wear what you don't like. You wear what you love. And you don't spend time with people you don't like. You spend time with those you love. And the kicker is that God loves everyone. God loves the world. Whether we do or not is irrelevant. God made it a commandment. Why do you think God made it a commandment to love others? To love your neighbor as yourself? So you could see through God's eyes, see his patience, his mercy and understanding and forgiveness. When you love others as you love yourself, you see what God sees. Are we not always asking to be more like God and less like ourselves? More like the Messiah and less like ourselves? When you start to love like God, you feel less stress, less anxiety. The Lord knows that this is a life extender. Stress, anxiety, and worry cause death in our bodies. The Messiah commands us not to worry. God, in his infinite wisdom, knows if we live a life of love, our bodies will also reap the benefits. God's love is so amazing, nothing is coincidence. Philippians 4, 6-7 Don't worry about anything. On the contrary, make your requests known to God by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Then God's shalom, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah, Yeshua. Matthew six twenty five. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? First Peter 5, 7 Throw all your anxieties upon him, because he cares about you. May you find that you run out of patience with your family and your friends. Maybe your work gives you anxiety. Take a different approach. Try love. Stop yourself. Close your eyes. And say it to make the feeling become a habit. I love that person. I love my job. Even if you don't feel it at the moment, keep saying it. Lord, when I don't feel it, you are working. When I don't see it, you are working. Tell the Lord how much you love him and how grateful you are for his love. And in return, you will do as he did. Love the creations of God. And I don't mean just your pets, your cat and your dog. People are God's creations. Love them especially when it is hard. Remember. What good is it to only love those that love you? For there is no crown or badge for the easy stuff. Those come with the hard stuff. So remember to keep saying it to make it a habit. We will all give an account for our actions. God has given the authority to his son, the Messiah, to be our judge. And what will you say to the Messiah when he says, I loved you so much, I was tortured, beaten, stabbed, spit on and ridiculed. And yet I asked you to love others, and in return, 
you decided you wanted to do it your way. To argue, to have the last word, make someone feel small so you could feel better about yourself. I died for you before you were born. I died for you before you knew my name and you couldn't do as I ask and love those who did not deserve it, earn it, or even ask for it. And what will your answer be? I felt I needed to tell them the truth and God will say, what truth? Where was your mercy in this truth? Your truth caused pain, which you enjoyed. You smiled and you said to yourself, see, you are wrong and I am right. And you needed to know it. Wow. God says, so in return, I'm going to tell you a truth and it's going to hurt you. But I am not smiling. I am crying. Your stubborn, stiff-necked ways exclude you from my sight. I do not know you and you are not welcome here. Matthew 7, 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those that do what my Father in heaven wants. Matthew seven twenty three. Then I will tell them to their faces, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. This has to be the scariest verse in the Bible. I never knew you? Remember, we will be judged how we judge. Don't you want to be judged with love? I sure do. Excuse me. <laughs> I apologize. He asks that we believe in him, believe his son died and rose again, and to love him, God the Father, and the Lord, the, the Messiah, God's only son. So what have we understood about God today? Just our small breakdown of God's love. God's love is for you, and it is personal. He knows you. He knit you together in the womb. God's, God loves you just the way you are. God's love help you to grow, to become the mature person you are meant to be. God's love abides in you, allowing you to forgive others and to forgive yourself. God's love allows you to love others, love yourself, and also to see us all through God's eyes. God's love inspires you to be better than the day before, more of him and less of ourselves. God's love gets you through the trials of life. God's love shows no fear. God's love is unfailing and infinite. God loves the world. God chose to love us. He decided, he wanted, he desired, and he longed for us. He wanted us to be by his side and to spend an eternity with him. Read the verse below. It gave God pleasure to love us. Ephesians 1, 5. He determined in advance that through Yeshua the Messiah, we would be his sons in keeping with his pleasure and purpose. All throughout the Bible, there's a repeating story. No matter how the people behaved, God kept saying, please, please come back. I love you. Please stop what you are doing. Can't you see that I love you and I want to spend eternity with you? God loves you. Everything he does is because he loves you. God loves you. Have I mentioned it? Have you memorized it yet? The more I repeat it, the more you will remember. God loves you. I just want to apologize for any of the background noise this month. I am not home. I'm at my daughter's in New York, and uh, I brought my equipment with me, but it is very loud here. You can hear everything. I do apologize. <laughs> It'll be more quiet next month. God bless you.